Welcome to another episode of Confessions from the Desk of a Single Female Black Professor. And I'm going to start off with Back Down Memory Lane. <laughs> <laughs> so in this episode, I have none other than my homie that we didn't get into some shit together, didn't get each other out some shit. Crystal, I'm not going to say your last name. Yes, I am. Cotton like the fabric, hand like the meat. <laughs> One word. <laughs> Hi, guys. So, um, we don't have like a, a layout for this one. And I never really have a layout for any of my episodes. I just kind of think of what I want to talk about and just kind of go from there. But Crystal and I have been friends since my son was one. So, we got almost two decades of uh friendship we we've grown a lot we over the years we've cried a lot um just you know that that all the way around accountability partner um someone is going to support you good bad ugly and different so enough of the mushy shit it doesn't even seem like it's been that long yeah look at ej ass like wow he getting ready to graduate high school Mm -hmm. and yeah he was one yeah, he used to be the baby that was in the stroller mm-hmm. out at the bar, kicking it. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. everybody's baby. So, um... At the tattoo shop. Hey, 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 hey now. <laughs> Yo, be With moving. rollers in With your rollers hair. rollers in my hair. That was before they, they stopped allowing children under the age of 14. That's to probably go. why. That wasn't why. Man, dude, the <laughs> tattoo artist was talking to him. It Matter of fact, I think EJ has been with me to get two tattoos. Because one time, I got pissed off at the guy. Because he was talking to EJ more than he was talking. I'm like, look, I'm the one in pain. I'm the one that's going to give you the money. They sitting there talking about right. children movies and shit. So, um, you just had a birthday. I did. I just want to thank you for coming you and Eve for coming here and spending my birthday with me it really really um it made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside um because like I was telling you yesterday being in Atlanta I've been here what going on eight years now um I wasn't worried about meeting good genuine women and building friendships because I was like okay well I already have friendships but just knowing that I have built a really um, positive friendship circle with so many good um, women here over this past few years, uh, well, several years. And um, you don't find that too often, especially in your adult age. I mean, you know, guys, you know, females or whoever is listening. um, I don't know about y'all, but you know, when you're in your thirties, you don't think that you're going to build a friendship with somebody and it's that strong and it's that, um, you just have that connection. And yesterday when I was at brunch and I was just seeing everybody that was there, I was like, man, you know, yeah, there's some people that were there that I knew prior to me moving here, but some people that were there I've met since I've lived here and, um, just being surrounded by positive Mm -hmm. black women is is beautiful i love to see that and um you just have to cherish your friendships and cherish the relationships that you have and i don't want to get you know all super deep but i feel like you know god puts people in your life for a reason season or a lifetime and um you learn lessons from everybody mm-hmm. that you're that is in your circle or that you have come in contact with regardless on who that is you know it could be um 
a person that you dated, a friend, a, 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 you know, a former boss. It could be anybody, you know. So, um, all of that to say, I'm really glad that you all got a chance to come down and um, spend this COVID-free birthday, mm -hmm. <laughs> birthday with me. And um, I look forward to many, many more. The last two birthdays have been very different. Um, last year I was pregnant. This year I have an almost eight month old. So um it's just interesting to see how life has changed. Yep. You know, just from the people that are in your life, you know, in your immediate circle and you know, just if you just reflect back on yourself and you're just like, Wow, I've really grown in X amount of years and wow, you know, I never thought that I would see myself in this particular space. So, um, yeah, I really appreciate y'all coming down. Well, you are I'm gonna miss y'all because don't start like, that, that sappy <laughs> shit. I am because it's like you know when you are used to you know somebody being you yeah. know in your space and it's like oh man you're leaving. I um I want to piggyback off what you said about just like you know the the bond not just between you and I but like I have become cool with the women that you have become friends with and so mm -hmm. you don't find that too often like we all hung out you know um wendy knew mm -hmm. of her had never seen her before mm -hmm. but it was just you know an uh, instant click it's like we're sitting at this table and you got eight bad bitches mm -hmm. and nobody is you know Competing looking at you compete there was no mm -hmm. reason to come you know compete like i told you I said, it's crazy how all of us are all professional women we all have our own shit, but we all are dealing with stupid shit from a dude in mm -hmm. some shape, form, or fashion. And it doesn't make this person's shit, you know, worse than the next person. It's like, as women, we can have that kind of conversation, or that group, I'm going to say that. We can have that conversation about, hey, I'm going through this, what are you doing, blah, 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 blah. And it stays there. It's not like, oh, okay. I told her, you know, some private shit about me and then I'm going to hear it again or it's going to be posted on social media or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very important, especially at this point in our lives, because life is hard as it is. Mm -hmm. And when you are a mom, you're a single mom. I don't care if you're married or a single mom. We mm -hmm. clearly figured that out. It doesn't matter if you are single or married and you are a mom. It's still hard whether mm -hmm. you have the guy there or you don't have the guy there. And so I, I, I just, I think that's beautiful. That's one of the things that I enjoy about coming here. Like I was telling Tasha yesterday, I don't have that network mm -hmm. back at home, you know? And so I'm sure my mom and my other family, they're like, you know, for years, they're like, you must be fucking somebody in Atlanta. Not anymore. But that wasn't my reason for coming. I'm like, that's my it's opportunity. Just yeah, it's my opportunity to to recalculate, to be in a different scenery, to spend that one on one time with my girl. It has nothing to do, you know, with coming to see a guy. If I if I see somebody while I'm here, cool. If we hook up, cool. If we don't, that that's not the the ultimate reason. So um let's switch gears for a, a minute. And let's just talk about some of the shit that we have dealt with. Now, let me tell you right now, before we even get into mm -hmm. this, don't you say shit about mm -hmm. you already know who I'm talking about. NBA, mama, 
I met my wife. I don't want to hear oh. it. <laughs> you already know. I don't want to hear it. You know what's funny? I have forgotten even. I I remember it, but I have forgotten it for that moment. Oh. But now I won't bring it up. But it's still <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, it's 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 funny. Uh, and, and I mean, that's cool. It is what it is. Um, it's this guy that um, you got to always have your team, you know. Um, well, put it this way. You got to always have somebody that's down to do whatever for the team. Mm-hmm. And that particular night that the person that I met, he was an NBA scout. And, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I never Because he, I'm not going to say the name, because the person that was having the party, the NBA uh-huh. player that was having the party, he scouted him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? I never yeah. knew that. I wonder, can I Google the man's name? Does uh, he you still probably, do what I want to do? His ass probably retired. Not shit, uh, Chris. He was old as fuck back then. Um, true. Um, he had to have been, see, I was in my late 20s. He had to have been in his late 30s, early 40s back then. So he probably pushing 50, 60. Yeah. Uh, no, ain't no probably pushing 50, nothing. He's probably pushing 60 now. But um, anyway, so we're out at this party. I'm being a royal bitch because <clears throat> I got on some heels. It was the first time I wore them. It was hurting like hell. We run into this dude. Well, I ran into this dude out of nowhere. And um, I had a ring on my on my right. No, that would be left. On my left finger. Like, I guess you would say the ring, the ring finger. Yeah. The and wedding the, the wedding finger. Mm-hmm. And so he comes up to me just like cocky in a mug. And he was like, that's the best he could do. And I was like, it's not a real ring. It's a, you know, just a designer ring. So, Cubic zirconia. It wasn't even a cubic zirconia. <laughs> it was just like a silver band or some shit. I wasn't even wearing it for that purpose. But anyway, he said, um, he picks up the phone. And I'm going to let Crystal take over because she tells the story better than I do about him picking up the phone and calling his mama. Well, he didn't pick up the phone and call his mom right away. He, um... We mixed and mingled throughout the evening. Um, it started out as the day party, and then from day turned into evening, which turned into nighttime, and we're still partying. And at some point in time, during the time we were there, he gets excited because he says, he calls his mama. By this time, it's nighttime. And Atlanta, it, he lived in Atlanta at the time. We were still in Arkansas. He calls his mama, says, Mama. Uh, I, I just met my wife. And so apparently his mama has been through this bullshit with him before. <laughs> yeah. So she says, oh, for real, baby. Okay, put her on the phone. So she... I get my dumb on ass phone. on the phone talking to this man, mama, that I just ma'am. met. And I'm like, ma'am. And I don't even know what I said to her, but it was just the thought of it. So <laughs> this man... I just pictured an older lady being in the bed with her hair rollers probably on. did probably had a scarf tied to the side and shit like here he go with this bullshit again <laughs> calling me talking about he didn't met his wife so and he was not an unattractive man he just was an older man and so what's well, funny if that man came and knocked on this door right now i wouldn't know what it i like. would know him. yeah oh well of course you would know Fuck him you. but i would not know that man that was when i was taking patron to the head i would and know i him. had too many patron shots so, that night. speaking of Patron, so I didn't drink that night. That probably was part of the problem why I was so cranky. So, he asked, he was like, you know. Why weren't you drinking? I was just in a funky-ass mood because those shoes was hurting so bad. And, um. Well, the alcohol would have made your feet feel better. It probably would have made my feet feel better. But, um, 
he uh I didn't drink and so he asked me you know when we did when we all together how many it was like seven eight of us I don't know it was a bunch of us so long story short what ended up happening is uh he bout he bout he bought like several rounds all day all day all evening all evening all night i, I my guess is his tab had to be like a thousand shit it may have been more than that i don't know so we're getting ready to leave go our separate ways and he was like i'm at the blah 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 hotel and i'm like okay and and he was like you gonna come up and i'm like mm, no i'm kind of scared i ain't gonna lie so um the friend that was riding with me my fast ass, I was like, all right, you know, mm-hmm. I feel compelled because he didn't spend all his money. So, you know, it's my due diligence. You a good one. So I'm like, well, all right, then. <laughs> see you later. I was young. It's been real. <laughs> I was in my 20s. You know, it is what it is. So, you like, know, when you hit folks with the, well, all right, then. Right. No, we'll see you later. Yeah. You about to wrap it on up. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't. Um, I ended up going to his room or whatever. And let me just say this. this I told my, my friend that was in the car with me, I was like, look, if I'm not back downstairs in 30 minutes, I need you to come looking for me. I walked to the guy's room, and that motherfucker was prepared. Just like you have a toiletry bag, he had a whole <laughs> bag with, like, KY jelly, condoms, some other kind of loose he came shit. ready, ready. And so... This is a little well. If you listen to my my podcast, you already know it's X rated. His his dick was so huge that I looked at him and I said, "What exactly am I supposed to do with that?" The motherfucker lay across the bed, Chris, and he was like, "You gonna ride this one?" I was like, "Oh my god!" And what's so crazy? He, I do remember he was a smaller man in stature. Uh, he came with a big package though, yeah. so. And I remember he had a little Duke kit or a little S curl. He had gel in his hair. He had a nice curly hair. With, you know, he wore a slick back with that chest chest child molester mustache. It was like really, really thick. So long story short, I took one for the team. I'm not going to get into explicit <laughs> details or whatever. But um, he was Man, a cool drink. <laughs> yeah, probably should have been drinking with child. And I really would have told him, fuck you. No, I ain't going to your room. <laughs> All right. So that's one of my experiences. So let's talk about, well. I'm going to let you pick which experience that you want to talk about um, in regards to just the different guys and that we've dated, come across, the the mm, bullshit. Let me think of an archive story. Yeah, you got a lot. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it like I don't because I know I got a shit ton of them. Um, let's say it this way. Who would you say would be the worst? Code name, the worst. Like just what? encounter all together, and don't mention your current. That I was about count- to, well, that, that honestly, that is the only one because when I look back on the other situations, um, I there were fun aspects to every situation, yeah. dating wise or just guys that I might have just been messing around with. There were still some type of fun and exciting situations that occurred this one no Mm-mm. and i guess because when you deal with somebody and you know you're going into it and you know that y'all are totally totally mm-hmm. totally different and can't do anything but blame yourself mm-hmm. i don't blame anybody for you know my actions that led to where i am now 
And no, I'm not talking about my ex-husband for ones that think that have known that I was married because honestly, I learned lessons from that. I was actually once upon a time in love with that man because I wouldn't have said I do. I wouldn't have never gotten married. So um, and I'm going to get married again. Um, I tell <laughs> it was a lady that used to work with um, Edwina and I years ago when we worked uh, together where, where we met at UAMS in Little Rock. Um, she's told me after this was years later, after I had gotten married and divorced or whatever. And so she told me, she said, honey, take it from me. She said, the first time when you get married, yeah, you marry for love because you're in love with that person. Second time, she said, you married for money. The third time, <laughs> she said the third time, because this woman has been married three times. I don't know what she, she may be on her fourth on one, the fifth one now. I don't know. But I do remember her saying that third um, that third husband, you marry for companionship. And what that means is by the time you get to your third, well, some people, I ain't going to say all, but sometimes when you, by the time you get to that third or your fourth marriage, if that's what some people do, um, you old. You just want somebody to just grow older with so you won't be the old person in the nursing home by yourself. I'm a little, as I told you before, I'm going to And I will you. be that one to get married again because I have a philosophy. At first, you don't succeed. Try, try, try again. My first marriage did not last. My second one, I ain't even dating nobody. So, but uh, when, when I get married again. <laughs> Crystal, you're going to be like Elizabeth Taylor. You're going to have about five or six. Elizabeth Taylor. Then I, I do, I, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed about it. And no. I know a lot of people, well, I ain't going to say a lot, but some people may agree with me. Um, and it's not that, you know, I'm indecisive or whatever, but it's just, it's just one of those things. If the things. shit don't work, now, then you just going to try again. Now, one thing I will not do, I'm not going to change my name again. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Nope, I will be me. Um, I'm but just yeah, gonna I live do through you. Get married again. I'll be um, the third wheel. I'll live through you, and then if I'm talking <laughs> to somebody, I just and, and the reason I say I'll be the third wheel. I mean, it's no secret. My last relationship, you know, it fucked me up or whatever. I was at that point in my life where I was ready to do the damn thing, and um, unbeknownst to me, I don't really know the reason why he didn't want to continue that's that's neither here nor there now but i just don't think i have it in me to truly open my heart to another man at that capacity now, i'm not saying i don't i don't think i can open my heart again i do i just don't think i can open it to that capacity or i have not met the man that mm -hmm. has allowed me to open my heart to that capacity i'm still doing character development right now like mm -hmm. you know my grandfathered maintenance guy i'm gonna be fucking him for a mighty long time it is mm -hmm. i mean it is what it is and then the guy that came after him was more than a maintenance guy and then the mm -hmm. guy gummy bear oh okay okay yeah so well the former cat daddy gummy bear former formerly cat, known as formerly <laughs> known as gummy bear um <laughs> He was a he was a notch above the the main. And when I say a notch above, he has a shitload of baggage as well. But our baggage kind of matched mm -hmm. each other. He just he was he had too much going on in his personal life that I would have never been able to help him with. He really 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 needs to go and get counseling for a lot of that shit. Mm -hmm. And I don't have the time or the patience for it. Mm -hmm. And then um, doesn't make him bad. It's mm -hmm. just. We not the two, he not the one. No. And then the current guy, we hadn't really came up with a real, I guess, cat daddy. 
Cause no, Kat, that's not a good one. No, it's just what the nicknames that we have, and I'm pretty sure, ladies, you 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 and your friends have nicknames for uh, or code names for some of the guys that um, y'all have dated. But it just when we decide on a name, it just I don't know. It just kind of flows. It has to deal with something something about that about person. the person, and I just I mean this is fresh. But I hadn't even been talking to him a month, so um, this is new. I, I don't know what code name. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm yeah, gonna get. But new. him in particular, or whatever, he's character development as well. I don't. I'm not gonna say that nothing will come of it because I don't know. But I'm not looking for anything to come of it, and so um, I'll say again. If or when God decides to put somebody in my life and he like he's gonna have to just blow my mind for me to say that I'm gonna get married or whatever. Um, because I'm selfish in sharing my space. I don't wanna share my space. When I clean the fucking kitchen up, I need the kitchen mm-hmm. to stay cleaner. If you gonna come in here and mess it up, mm-hmm. I need you to clean it back up. Or <clears throat> if you're in the bathroom and you shave it and hair hits the floor. Won't you fucking sweep it up? I don't. I don't. Once my child leaves home, I don't want to have to deal with the constant picking up behind somebody else. Mm-hmm. And it's not just picking up. It's just. It's just. A, it's a a cluster you're, fuck. You're used to. There's certain. You're used to your space, and I am too. I mean, it's weird because my ex husband, by him being military, when I met him, he had his own place, obviously, mm-hmm. and I would go in this place. Everything I mean is lined up mm-hmm. perfectly. One, two, three. You know, and I don't think it, it could have been a military thing, or it could have just been a thing that you know. He's just a structured person, yeah, yeah, which was fine. But I just thought that it was mighty funny. Once we moved in together, prior to us getting married, once we moved in together officially into a place of ours, it's just like you start throwing your shit everywhere because he knew he had somebody to pick this. But what's up. so crazy? It didn't really bother me, you know, because, and I'll say the reason why it didn't bother me because he was taking care of the responsibilities in the house. He was paying the rent. He was paying the bills. He was paying the car insurances. He was paying everything. So basically my money was my money. Now on the flip side of that, if I have somebody who's staying with me or we're staying together collectively and you just throwing your shit around and you're not you got to pick a weight. struggle. Man, hell no. I'm going to have an attitude. I'm going to talk to you bad. And it's not, it's just, that's just how yeah. I am. Because I feel, one, I wouldn't have to, I should not be in that situation. Because as two grown people, you should clean up behind yourself. Pick up behind you, you know. But, um. That's a huge pet peeve of mine. Yeah. And, um, and that's something My else that. My pet peeve is lying, man. Well, that too. Fucking lying. I don't man. like lying. And if you are a liar, then that, that causes problems in other areas. If you got bad hygiene, that causes when problems for lying, me. It make my face feel like this. Like something stinky. Well, it is. I'm thinking. Because you ain't got to lie to me. You ain't got to lie. You ain't got to lie, Craig. No, you don't. Why are you always lying? <laughs> Why are you fucking lying? Oh, oh my God. It burns my ass when somebody lies. Like I was telling when we were having the conversation outside on the balcony the other night with the person. Yeah. Yeah. So I was telling this particular guy, person, um, you need to treat a woman, a man needs to treat every woman that they're 
dating or they're with or whatever on a case by case basis. Some women can't handle the truth. They'll go off the deep end. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know, do whatever. But some women like myself, tell me the truth. Because when I find out otherwise, that's going to make me look down on you because you had every opportunity I've to lost tell respect. me. I've lost total, total <clears throat> respect. Because if you're going to ask me a question, you better be ready what the fuck I got to say. True. Because it might hurt your feelings, it might not, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie about it. And I feel like when men lie, that's just so disgusting. You know, I'm not saying, again, not every woman can handle the truth. But some can. And, and I'm one of them. Those women <clears throat> that you can, I mean, those women that can handle the truth, tell them. Tell yeah, them I, I, I'll i never be able to understand that. And then it's like when you do decide, if, if, if women put it this way, if you've lied so much, and then when you do decide to tell the truth, I don't, I don't care. I don't even know what's the truth and right. what's really a lie. If that know? is because a, lie a so complete much. turn off. That's just like, I can't remember what episode it was. And I was talking about how um, it pisses me off with men. And I can say men because I don't date women. But it pisses me off when a man comes into your life and he knows the baggage and the bullshit that he has going on before he says anything to you. Mm-hmm. So you already know if you're married. You mm-hmm. already know if you are separated and going through a divorce. You know if you separated and y'all hadn't even filed the papers yet. You know if you got three baby mamas and mm-hmm. you know that you only making forty five thousand. Yeah, you making forty five thousand dollars and mm-hmm. you got three kids and two baby mamas with those kids and then you don't have your own place to stay and you got this like why the fuck are you even saying anything to me Mm -hmm. but then i have to be honest i can't get mad at them for saying anything Mm -hmm. if i'm going to entertain it so yeah true um i mean i can't knock the dude for shooting the shot my thing is just don't take my voice away if you know that you have baggage and if you know you have other things going on going on just let me know, like, hey, this and is let what me decide if I want to deal exactly. with it. Exactly, yeah. that's all it is. I will respect somebody so much more if they tell me something up front. Yeah, I'm a big girl. I can handle it. I've been through a lot of bullshit, mm-hmm. um, and it, I can handle it. And again, some women say that they can, but they can't. So, men, y'all just need to treat women on a case by case basis. And when you say case by case basis, you just made me think of something else. You cannot treat every woman the exact same. Mm -mm. All women don't give a fuck about roses on Valentine's Day. All women, excuse me. I want some flowers, but it ain't. It don't have to be on Valentine's. It can be a random Tuesday. Crystal, I'm going <laughs> to just move on past that one. Because... I don't want no goddamn roses. Honestly, if he going to give me them kind of flowers, I need you to know that I like a certain type. Mm-hmm. Don't just go get me some mediocre. Don't get me no silent. I want some loud. We're going to move on from them type of flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, every woman doesn't want a Birkin bag. Every woman doesn't want... <sighs> You got to so, tap into their <clears throat> different love language. Yes. And that's a big thing. And a lot of men, I'm not going to say all, I'm going to say some men don't know what that is. They don't, they don't they've never the even time. heard of it. Yeah. Like when you were talking about talking to that yeah. person the other day. And I was trying to explain to him, you know, the difference. And I was like, it's clear that the two of you, you know, have different love languages. What, what makes you react the way that you react? 
is totally different from hers. Mm-hmm. And if she's not trying to figure out yours and you're not trying to figure out her, then the two of you are going to forever, you know, be at odds. And I'm not a therapist or a relationship coach, but I know what the fuck doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And me arguing with you, mm-hmm. that doesn't work for me. I'm not, mm-hmm. we, you know, we can have a heated discussion or we can, you know, have a debate. But if every fucking time you call me or every time I see you, it's an argument that mm-hmm. is mentally fucking draining mm-hmm. and I'm not going to do it. And some women, that's what they do. And some men are so used to that, mm-hmm. that when you meet a woman, that's like, I'm not going to argue with you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, no, seriously, I'm not going to argue with you. It's like, it's foreign to them. Mm-hmm. Or you meet a woman, like I'll use myself, for example, and well, you too. I'm not driven by materialistic stuff from a man. I can afford whatever it is that I want materialistic. Mm-hmm. I can afford to pay for that myself. I take pride in going to work and working multiple jobs and having multiple streams of income to take care of myself and my son. So most men that I have encountered, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they're quick to say, well, when you're too independent, you don't need me. Sweetheart, because you're coming at me. From a monetary standpoint, there are a lot of things that you could do for me to help me that don't require your money. Mm-hmm. I have a teenage son. I'm going to say that again. I got a mm-hmm. teenage son. Yes, he has a father. Yes, he has a relationship with his father. But his daddy has never been in the home. Mm-hmm. So... EJ is going through the whole puberty, his hormones, you know, he likes girls. He, you know, is trying to figure out how do I approach him. I don't know that. I can Mm -hmm. tell him what I think. But that area alone, being a positive role model for Mm -hmm. my son, you know, you taking him to the barbershop or, you know, y'all going out, you know, to Twin Peaks or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, and just having that conversation because I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do as his mother, Mm -hmm. but if you want to be in my life, then you're going to have to stop and take a moment to pay attention. I don't need all of that other stuff. Mm-hmm. I got fucking shit that I've never even worn. Shit that still got price tags on. Yeah. I don't need material shit. Mm-hmm. I need your emotional you support. Table? Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I need somebody that can understand, hey, I got a hell of a lot on my plate. And you brought it to my attention one day. Like, I have worked... A full-time, multiple part-time jobs. And Brennan grass been in grad school the majority of E-Life. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, I don't have time for any stress. Yeah, I don't, I don't have, have time, time for, for any foolishness, Mm-mm. any arguing Mm-mm. with you. And if that Mm-mm. means that I'm going to have to be by myself or deal with these niggas like I've been dealing with them, then mm-hmm. oh well. Because I'm, I'm not going to be disrespectful. But if we not together, I'm not going to count you. Mm-hmm. Maintenance man, sex is amazing. Mm-hmm. But nigga, we don't go anywhere. We don't do anything. Mm-hmm. We not an item. You don't count to me. Mm-hmm. Current yeah. dude, he count for right now because we can do stuff together. But if we never establish, I think Supersense said this, if, if you didn't want to establish something and acknowledge it to the public, or acknowledge it to me that we mm-hmm. are together. Why the fuck should I count that I fucked you? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I just got like on, on, a, yeah. on a real tangent. <laughs> I know, man. I got to get home. I get, I, right. It did, man. Let me just, let me, let me pause. Let me 
decompress i might need to eat edibles <laughs> shit man calm because <laughs> i run into the stuff like all the time you know um and again i've said this many times before i don't date women i i i date men and it just bothers me that you see an attractive one because m- most men are physical creatures so you see an attractive woman or you see a woman just like yesterday <clears throat> prime example we're at brunch the bartender or not the bartender the, the waitress comes up mm-hmm. to me i had already ordered a shot of hennessy mm-hmm. how the fuck that dude way across knew what the fuck i was drinking he was paying that much attention to see what i was drinking and then told he her might have asked the waitress like what is she drinking over there but why because he wanted to buy you a drink for what that was his way of flirting Crystal, the chances of me talking to him were slim to fucking none. He, but he shot his shot, and you took that drink. I sure the <laughs> fuck did, because it came from. <laughs> because it came from. Well, I'm gonna tell you this: I took that shot not knowing that that guy had paid for it. I had asked for a second shot um, of Hennessy, and she was taking so long, and I was about to say, "Okay, fuck it." And then she brought it over, and mm-hmm. she was like, "Do you want to know?" Um, who I forgot what words she said. Do you want to? It wasn't who bought this. Do you want? Came from or something? Yeah. Do you want to know? And I'm thinking, bitch, it came from the barber. Tell me where it come from. And so she was like that gentleman over there. And I turned around, and it was like I was looking at the Migos or something. It was like a cluster. Oh, and they were staring. <clears throat> a cluster fuck niggas with dreads oh. just staring at me or whatever. And so I blew a kiss, and I was like, oh thanks or whatever. And then he, I felt him the rest of the time we were there, just staring. So she said, well, you might want to say something to him. What? Thank you? I've already That's said thank you. Mm-hmm. So then when I when we were walking out and I just said, hey, I just want to say thank you. No, let me back up. I turned around again and he was still staring. And he was like, you want another one? Mm-mm. You should say, yeah, and gave it to me. Crystal, I'd already had enough to drink. I swear I was operating off of half of my liver at that point. So <laughs> I was like, no, I'm good. So when we walked out, he said, uh, I said, thank you or whatever. Because uh, Tasha had told me, she was like, girl, just put his head right here. And uh, I was like, in my bosom. <laughs> and so um, he was like, can I get your number? And I, I saw said, you hugging somebody. And the first thing I thought was social distancing, social distancing. He showed it had COVID. no mask on, man. I, I was so careless. Abort mission. I sure, yeah. I didn't even think about That's that. That's the first thing I thought. And he was, was, Don't be hugging strangers. <laughs> I kind of gave him like a little Christian Not hug. in these um, COVID days. I know. Um, so I um, I said, thank you. And uh, he was like, can I get your number? And I was like, I stay in Arkansas. And he was like, you had like cars and planes don't come to Arkansas. He this was shit, trying to flew you out. You was trying to get flewed out. I'm good. No. <laughs> I don't know. So he said, you had like cars and planes don't come to Arkansas. You're right. They do. But I'm a pass. And the reason I could say that. Not being a butthole, but the reason I can say that with with all conviction, Krista been there, done that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm already knowing, not judging this man by the way he looks or who he's hanging with. You know, he could have been a professional dude just hanging out with his boys. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. care. But my point is this. I don't remember what he looks like. I just remember seeing you hug somebody and I was like, oh my gosh, COVID. He so he cool. looked like somebody that I, I shouldn't have no business dealing with. He looked oh. like a typical juice box. And when I say juice box, that's another code name. He looked like a typical mm-hmm. dope boy, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't, 
entertain that type of atmosphere you know nothing nothing against it mm-hmm. that's just not what i want in my mm-hmm. life you know i want somebody we can go to fucking art galleries and shit you know mm-hmm. together we can travel that was abroad good date i can honestly say that this guy so this guy um i met him at um a friend of mine's house this was a couple of years ago yeah because i was pregnant last year it's 20 <clears throat> no. No, no 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 it was last year when i met the guy at natalie's house that had taken me when we went on the date and then come to find out the nigga lived with his mama no, he, he said no. The art show. He said his mama lived with him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He Get said his right. mama lived with him. <laughs> he lived with I his never mama. Could go in the house. The one with the fucked up stained tea. Yes. Okay. And so, um, that was a really good date. I ain't gonna lie. We had a lot of fun. He took me to um, an art museum, and it's just the simple things. Like he heard, like during the time that we talked for a little bit before we went to before we um, went on the date, um, where he asked me to go on a date. He asked me, what 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 are some of the things that I like to do? I told him some of the things that I like to do. He listened. And so that's one thing I can appreciate about him. He listened. So He still was a dusty ass nigga. He was though. dusty as the fuck. However, he listened. Yeah. I want a man who's not dusty like that. And don't live. We gotta be specific, mama. Crystal. Um there's a whole laundry list. My uncle told me years ago, he's a he um his he is a reverend, but he doesn't have a church anymore. He retired. But um, he told me years ago, um, it was right after my super long-term relationship. Um, and I was just kind of dating here, dating there. And um, I was like, Uncle Rev, um, man, like, I, I really want to be in a relationship, but um, it's just, it's, it's just not working for me. And so he was like, well, are you praying about this person that you want to be with this future mate? I said, yes. I said, I've written down all the qualities. It's been a third. So he said, let me look at them. He looked at them. I can't remember verbatim what they were now, but whatever, whatever, whatever this, I had the list. And so he said, this is a good list, but he said, what about this and this and this and this and that? And I was like, yeah, I want that too. He said, but it's not listed. Right, you didn't he put said, it. you don't put it down there. He mm-hmm. said, if you want a man that's tall, dark, handsome, mm-hmm. to make between this much and this much, that has two kids, one ex-wife, one dog, a house, a mm-hmm. boathouse. He said, whatever it is that you want, you put it down. You have to be very, very specific in what you pray for in a mate or in a job or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So I was very specific. I was. I got what I wanted, which was my ex-husband. I was not that specific, you know. There were some things that I did not even know to put on Mm -hmm. the list. So, again, character 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 development, development, um, and so on. But husband number two, wherever he is, my future husband, I need to start writing down the qualities of him because I'm going to build me a nigga. Yeah, I and I and I, I agree. I agree with that because some people, you know, have really ragged me because they're like, when you got entirely too many rules, you got too many qualifications. I have the rules and qualifications that I have because of, like you said, experience, mm-hmm. character development, or whatever. Um, I have bust my ass off over the years to get what I have. And I'm not going to deal with a homeless dude. I just, you, you, I did not get my home or where we currently live. Mm -hmm. It was not designed Mm -hmm. for me, my son, and a dude. Mm -hmm. No, Mm -hmm. I got it just for my son. My car is just, is big enough for E and me. 
not somebody else. So <clears throat> that's one thing that I know I cannot deal with. I cannot deal with a dude. I've said this before. I can't deal with a dude. I got a whole bunch of baby mamas because at the end of the day, I like to do different shit. And if you spending all your goddamn money taking care of children and needs and, and, and necessities, you're not going to have, gonna have any money to, to do anything yeah, that I want to yeah, do or whatever. Yeah. And I damn sure I'm not going to be footing the fucking bill all the mm-hmm. time or mm-hmm. whatever. So when I think about the guy that's my maintenance guy, I give him credit for creating a a, a, a gateway for me to even be open to dating or talking to a guy again Mm -hmm. i knew going into it that he wasn't going to be who i ended up with Mm -hmm. but it gave me practice Mm -hmm. then the next guy came you you just already know like this is the category they're going to be in they're just going to be here for that particular Mm -hmm. purpose and you ride it out until you're done and you're over it and you you can't both people part ways but in my situation everybody left me alone when they found i was pregnant Rightfully so. My whole team. It is crazy because, like, even when I had gotten married, when people found out that I was engaged, well, dudes, I mean, when men found out that I was engaged, they still trying to shoot their shot. They were still trying to shoot their shot when I was married. But a bitch get pregnant, oh, go. A child is permanent, dude. But when I'm telling you, when I'm telling a man, like, it wasn't that type of situation. It doesn't matter. It's just. It just baffles me. And now I got to have a whole new starting lineup, man. And that's, that's a good thing. I mean, you know, it's stepdaddy season. I told you I was going to get us a sweatshirt. It is. Like I saw that bitch <clears throat> in the eye doctor place the other day. Um, I need to go up there because they owe me lunch. I just thought about that. Because I'm telling you something. Mom used to tell me all the time, all free food ain't good food. Okay? So, uh, you kept your ass they on up there. They told me it was my birthday lunch. You kept your ass on up there and fuck that fat nigga if you want to. I'm going to fuck that fat nigga. I ain't never been with no big niggas. I ain't going to start now. You know, I have never... You just, I don't discriminate. It's just, I don't... Yes, you do. Because no, I do. I'm prejudiced. No, I am. I'm not. It's just not for me. I like a dude that's got some meat on his bone. But I don't need you a whole lot. I'm curvy enough for both of us. So I ain't finna talk to you if you got hips like you know who we know mm. dude got yeah. hips. I'm not finna talk to a man that got an ass big as mine or his hips big as mine or wide as mine. Yeah. I have a preference and my preference is a dark skinned man who is at least six feet tall and um See, if he's six feet, I need him to be no more than 225, which is kind of pushing it. That's kind of big. But for for how, what I... I mean, how big? How many pounds? Six feet, 225. I don't That's need him. big because you could be, you know, muscle. Yeah, but I'm saying I don't... I don't and I mean, I'm not going to take out no scale. Because did my husband look like he was, uh, he was... When I met him, he was pushing like 230, 240. He was just sexy. I'm sorry, sis. He, he yeah, yeah he was just sexy, sexy ass man. man. So sorry, but yeah, um, he was. That's why he got so much baggage. I ain't gonna put his business out there, but that's why. Huh. You know what? I'm gonna tell you this. <laughs> the more kids a man got, mm-hmm. in my experience, mm-hmm. I don't know about yours, but the more children a man mm-hmm. has, we were the, talking about this yesterday. The better his dick is. Yes. I don't know why. You got a whole heap of kids. Yeah, man, you've been slanging a lot of dick. If you got two, I'm gonna even push it this: if you got two baby mamas, nine times out of ten, your dick is good. I ain't even gonna say that because one kid could be when they were younger, 
like 17, 18, they had that child. And then years later, once they became an adult, that kid, the oldest kid could be, I don't know, 14, 15 or whatnot. And then they could have another one. If you got plus, if you got two plus kids, I say three, hell no, because you can have two and you can still have mediocre dick. But if you got over three, yeah. Chances are. And that's not, that, I mean, that's not all inclusive, you know, of course. That's that's circumstantial or whatever, because I know some Because I know somebody right now, I ain't going to say no names, but I don't know this man personally, but he has tried to talk to someone I know. That nigga got nine kids. What's his code name? Who's talking about? You don't know this person. Um, it's the person that my cousin has dated. But, um... Yeah, I'm pretty sure kids. his dick is good. He nine. got that many children and five grandkids. <laughs> that, you know what? We'll save this because I'm about to go into a whole different tangent on that shit again. I don't know if I'm just asking for too much, but it's like at this age, nine kids. No, hell, I first of all, I wouldn't even retain anybody with nine kids. But, but wonder if he's he, he the man of your dreams. Chris, I don't give a <laughs> fuck. He ain't. How can he possibly be the man of my dreams with but nine motherfuckers? All of this man's kids are older. The I youngest don't two, give a damn. She told me yesterday when I was talking to her, she said the youngest two are 11 and 14. Crystal, I wouldn't give a fuck if the youngest two were 45 and 48. <laughs> I'm not talking to a guy with not. I told you, I, don't, I, don't, I have a I rule. I'm not I'm not dealing with a dude with That's more than kids. two children. Nine. And two is really One, two, pushing three, four, five, six, seven, it. Seven, eight, eight nine. <laughs> No, <laughs> because, 11, you know, 12. and I love children and I love family. I don't love kids that damn but much. But I don't love them that damn much for, you know, it's Christmas time. And you got to get nine gifts and then five more because you got five grandkids. And then I have one. Mm-mm. And I'm not. It's a no for me, dog. No, I, I just, you know, and and he may be a great guy, man. Please, but I, don't I damn how great I he just, is. He ain't great for me, right? And that's and that's much. that's what that's I want to merch, and that's what I want to end it on. We've talked about a lot of different things, but you have to find that person that is great for you. You can't compare this guy to this guy or what somebody else got going on. I got to deal with you based mm-hmm. off what works for me. Like the current guy. Right now, he works for me. Six months from now, 30 days from now. Hell, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It may not work for me mm-hmm. anymore. But, you know, he, he's laid back. He doesn't, you know, bother me too much. I don't bother him. We we have an understanding or whatever. He an old school, an OG cat daddy type dude. Sleep with a motherfucking pistol and shit. That's cool or whatever. Oh, first time. Do you have Stacey Seattle? I don't know. I don't think so. With that that nigga wear turtlenecks, so he, he might. He probably got Stacey Adams <laughs> in a double-breasted uh, sports he coat. He probably do, girl. Um, but I will say this. It's, it's fun. It's fun talking to him. And it's crazy how I've had to go through so many different guys to finally come into contact with somebody that we like on the same mm-hmm. plateau <clears throat> or whatever. And it's not to say that I'll end up with him or, you know, anything will come of it. But it is fun to me that I am standing firm on I'm not dealing with certain foolishness just because I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Just because it's a slow night. Just because it's starting to get cool outside and I want Man, somebody to fuck around you, with. I have learned my lesson with that. 
Yeah. So, anything you want to leave the ladies? Lesson, um is almost eight months old. And he is a beautiful little mm-hmm. lesson. And we're going to stop at that. But I have one more thing to say. What? Um, I don't know if everyone is registered to vote, but get out and exercise your right to vote, guys. We have got to. Did you just really go there? Yes, <laughs> because this is something that's very serious. You need to exercise your right to vote, too. Um, I'm going to try to go one day this week, but my schedule may not permit that to happen. Um, But y'all need to get out and vote. Look at your state and see when you can early vote. Don't be looking like that. Just turn into a damn politician. (laughs) (laughs) Because we need to have a change, man. Like we we really do. So um, just get out there. Do absentee vote and you can early vote. I know here in Georgia, the last day to early vote is October the 30th. Um, I don't feel how I'm going to be able to stand in no damn line, no four, five, six, seven, eight hours, however many hours they say. But anyway, just get out there and do it. Um, our ancestors died, man, for us to be able to do this. So just get out there and vote. And we're going to sign off from <laughs> Senator Cottenham, District 45. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Bye, guys.